So I was looking at the Philadelphia ASMR expo thing. Let's go. I would like to go. I would love to go. But, you know, things are still up in the air around here. Yeah. As but, I'm sure they are with you. Yeah. I mean, I I would super love to go, though. Me too. Think of the parties. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> would we, we wouldn't be invited to the parties. No. I Think know. of the parties in our hotel room. Listen, we would. Yeah. I don't know that you're, I, I think we would be the parties because, I don't know, we just hosted a live show where we had three really amazing REs come to my house. Plus a future RE. Plus a future RE. She's still a doctor, so she counts. Oh, okay. Because they were like, this is where the party's at. <laughs> this is I our mean, last night in Chicago. Let's go. So we're going to go to Kayla's there. house. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. You know, I think it, yeah. they arrived. We we were a little scared that they were going to stand us up. We were. We started. <laughs> oh, we, sta- we started. Tr- we, we were like, what do we do if they don't show up? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> This is what we're going to do. And then they walked in the door and I'm like, oh, good. I didn't have any ideas. (laughs) (laughs) We started racking our brain for a plan B that we didn't have. (laughs) Then I was like, see, Kayla, they showed up. I know. And they all looked so nice. And everyone looked nice who came to the live show. Oh, yeah. The live show was so fun. Hey, welcome to the Infertile Mafia. That's Sarah. And that's Kayla. And today we're talking about advocacy and getting involved in also the live show that was two weeks ago. Almost two weeks ago. Yeah, almost. It'll be more than two weeks ago by the time this airs. But yeah, we wanted to. I mean, Sarah and I didn't really even have a chance to debrief our lives after the live show. So. We wanted to get on here and record just for our own posterity how everything went. And then we also wanted to talk about, I don't know, just we were in a little bit inspired by the Walk of Hope and maybe talk about a few ways that you guys, if you're interested, can get involved with advocacy or just other ways to um, be involved in the infertility community in a way that makes a positive difference. Or should we talk about behind-the-scenes things? Or both. Or maybe we'll save that for the next episode. We'll save that for the the next one. What do you mean by behind-the-scenes things? (laughs) I I want to talk about what happened in the Facebook group. Uh, What happened in the Facebook group? (laughs) (laughs) You don't remember. Um... Think Do you about mean the it. drama? The drama, yes. Oh. I just want to talk about it a little bit. Okay, we can talk about it a little bit. So I mean, it's on, the t- it's on the topic of advocacy, so we can... I mean, we don't have to talk about it right now. Yeah. Save it for... No, we can talk about minute, it in the but. next episode, because I feel like it's more pertinent to that. Like... To... Reasons. Oh. 
think about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. We're I gotcha. we're gonna keep them hanging <laughs> for the next episode. <laughs> okay, but before we get, before we get going with anything, we we realized it's been a really long time since we've done this, and it's because Sarah and I are both really bad about doing this. But we need to do it because it's important. Doing what? Oh, doing. Asking for ratings and reviews. Because right. it feels uncomfortable and awkward to both of us. But it's a really important part of our success and our continued ability to do this podcast is, you know, for people to be able to find us and listen to us and download the podcast and do all those things. So um, for everyone who's given us a rating and review, first of all, Thank you so much. Except for you who gave us three stars. (laughs) No. (laughs) Like, what were you thinking? Sarah. (laughs) Oh, come on. There's like a handful of people that have given us one star. Oh, well, those were warranted. Someone gave us a nice (laughs) review, like, blah, blah, blah. I think that they go off topic too much. Three stars. (laughs) That's fine. You know what? I don't. I try to let it roll because I just don't expect that I'm going to be able to please everyone. No, she said she was an engineer and that was the engineer in her, which I totally understand because my husband she... was an engineer. Now he kills yeah. bugs. <laughs> now he kills bugs. <laughs> um, I mean, I get that. that. That's just it. Like, we're, our podcast is its own flavor. And there's lots of different flavors of ice cream out there. And if we're not your flavor of ice cream, that's fine. I'm not a huge fan of ice cream. I'm not either. It's not my favorite dessert. You know? I mean, it's it's okay. Oddly enough, I I had Dairy Queen today and had a dilly bar. Here we go. See, this person that wrote that review is annoyed as shit right now because we just (laughs) went off on a tangent. She's not listening. But anyway, she might uh, not be. Re- no, okay, uh, no, give us a review. On. That's good. No, if you wait, want. time out. Wait, 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 wait. You are talking about dilly bars, so you're speaking my language. You can like I, dilly bars? Listen, can I give you a confession? Sure. <laughs> okay. When I was in college, and I went to a small private Christian university in Abilene, Texas. Picture it, small West Texas town. So there's Dairy Queens everywhere. <laughs> and Dollar Generals. Of course, yeah. Right. Um, Dairy Queen is the South's jam, for sure. And it's great. Like, you don't see Dairy Queens up here in the North. Really? Dairy? No. Hmm. No. I mean, that's not true. They exist, but just not as in as much abundance shall I say. I feel like every small rural town in the South has a Dairy Queen. And Midwest. Yeah, maybe it's a Southern Midwest thing. I don't know. That would be interesting to look into the history but of anyway, Dairy Queen. Get back but to anyway, your story. You're getting off Back to my story. I'm sorry. Tangent. Damn it. I'm <laughs> so when I was in college, I used to go through the drive-thru at Dairy Queen and not order just one dilly bar, but I would order an entire case of them. <laughs> what flavor? 
you know, just the vanilla ice cream with chocolate. chocolate. Although the Heath bar is my favorite. Ooh, I like cherry favorite. dilly bars. Oh, you like the cherry. Huh. Okay, that's fine. Anyway. But I would order the whole, and then I would basically go home and eat the whole thing myself. <laughs> Were you, I was like, a big fan. pretty big in college? No. No. What the fuck? No. How, how did you not gain weight? I have a metabolism like a giraffe or something. I don't know. I hate you. Back I, then, uh, not oh, anymore. From <laughs> the pictures from the live show, I was looking at myself, and I found this meme of Mariah Carey. And it, oh, there's like no. one picture, <laughs> and it says my profile picture. And then there's like me in real life. And she does not. It's not a flattering picture. I feel like that's me. Like my no. profile. I'm good at angles. <laughs> no, you looked great. No, it's okay. I know what I look like. <laughs> but well, you know. sp- speaking of the live show, let's debrief from our first meeting and live show and the walk before we get to advocacy. And yeah, yeah just to just to pin that up. If you enjoyed the podcast, we would really love for you to write a positive review and give us a rating. That would be super awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks in advance. Thanks in advance. Thanks to everyone who's already done that. And thanks Thanks to everyone who will do it. People who have done it. Yes. Okay. So what, how, tell me all the things. So you were on my, like, I feel like you were on my, you know, playing field, so stomping ground, so to speak. What? How did Chicago treat you? It was it was a lot of fun. I loved everything being so close. You live across the street from a sushi bar. I do. Not that you like sushi, but I don't. <laughs> man, like across the street, literally, like I could see it out of my bedroom window. Yeah, I know. It's like there's food across the street. <laughs> And you could walk and good places. Food. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't as crazy to get around as I thought, at least coming in on Friday. <laughs> I mean, coming in Friday was crazy, but the rest of the weekend was good. It was great. Yeah. It was a it lot was of so, fun. Yeah, it was so nice to have to have you there. I was like I told the story a little bit of the story in the live show about our first meeting. But I was super stressed when that bitch parked in front of my driveway. (laughs) I wanted to put her car in neutral and push it out into the street. Listen, and I know it was a bitch. Because I peeked in her, all her windows, and she had bachelorette party stuff. Did I tell you this? Yeah, you did. And you said her car was unlocked, which is fair game in the city. What idiot leaves her car unlocked? I should have gone in and stolen her bachelorette sash. <laughs> and then and took she a had picture. Michigan plates. Yeah. She totally was in from out of town and she's like, oh, here's a spot. Oh, this is a driveway, but oh, well. She probably Bitch. didn't even realize it was a driveway. She, you're right. She probably didn't. But anyway. No, that, that wasn't bad for us. We, we were like, okay, whatever. Just driving in was right. a little stressful. Yeah. Because we're like, we're in Chicago. And then two hours later, we get to your house. We're still in Chicago. 
<laughs> like, when are we getting yeah. out of the city? Or when are we getting in to the city, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it takes three thanks times. again for coming. Yeah. It was fun. Thanks for having me. I mean, us. Bringing, I brought a load with bringing me. Bringing all your friends. I know you brought you brought a crew and it was amazing. Yeah. And so. not only that, but Teresa, my little sister-in-law, was like, what can I do? And you're like, let me make you a list. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, can, I, can you please live here permanently? Can, can you just stay? <laughs> I miss having her around because she was so helpful. I just, I don't know many 17-year-olds that are A, that like responsible, B, that respectful, C, that willing to help people. <laughs> Most 17-year-olds are really self-absorbed. So, she is great. I, yeah, I told Peter's really parents nice. that they got lucky. What did you think about the walk? It was nice. I mean, I enjoyed going out to the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. The burbs. The scenic view of Chicagoland. And um, they gave good speeches. Um, yeah. The person who organized the whole thing said she lost a baby in March. Yeah. Did she you know like, that? No, I didn't know. Because I've, I've been, her name is Rachel. And we'd been in contact via Instagram um, just because she knew that we were coming and maybe doing like a, I mean, we did a, we didn't there do, was a we little didn't do mix a, up. She thought we were going to do a live show there. Yeah. And we were going to record and that was our fault on our, our end. Like it, our, the logistics. my fault. <laughs> my like, memory just, card would not work in the recorder and it just, I was like, and screw it. Yeah, it didn't work. But, um, I mean, we, we, we did a live feed via Instagram, but, um, anyway, we'd been talking with her and I, I had no idea that she had gone through this. So she sort of shared her story and, um, she does, she has a child, she has a daughter, I think. Um, yes, man, don't quote me on that, but she just recently went through a stillbirth. Um, and so, and then she still, w- you know, she she is the resolve spokesperson for the Chicagoland Walk of Hope, and she still um, she still showed up. I would have been like, still showed up. I think I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> but totally. you know, maybe it's helpful for her too. Yeah, um, but it was you know, it's just like it would be one thing to show up and like, oh, let's just all walk around for infertility. It's when you put, it's when you put a. F- a a real face on it that really makes it impactful and you like hear someone's story um that brings brings it back to like yeah okay that is why we're here that's why we're spreading awareness and um that's why we're raising money for an organization like resolve because they do so many wonderful things for the infertility community um yeah so i i yeah, I thought the whole th- the whole event was was really well done, and I was glad that we were able to go and bring our families. And it was we good. got to walk with Mindy, who was cool, and her husband she, Josh. She was great. Uh, was his name Josh? <laughs> I don't know. I think so. I think that's right. 
He he was a little shy, so we didn't. We're going to call him Josh. <laughs> we didn't get to talk to him too much. Speaking of Mindy, look, Sarah. Oh, sorry. I need to bring your face up. Yeah. Oh, Kayla's drinking out of a, a beautiful pineapple wine glass, and I'm mm-hmm. drinking out of a can of wine. <laughs> so we're both drinking is the moral. Um, yeah. I'm just doing it a little bit trashier. No, I'm drinking out of the wine glass Mindy gave us. It's it's literally my new favorite. I love Did you this drink wine the wine she gave you? So much. Oh, yeah, it's gone. It's been Mine gone. is, too. Mine was yeah. so good. It was perfect. It was the perfect <laughs> wine. She listened. She listened to us when we said, what are our favorite wines? And she tailored it for each of us. It was amazing. I went to the store to find it, and then she said it was from Michigan. I was like, oh. Uh, well, you'll have, I you'll I just have to come back. Or maybe I guess she can so. find you a supplier. But yeah, these glasses are so pretty. They're, they've got like gold pineapple on them. And they're amazing. I love it. That was so yeah. fun to meet her. And she um, just recently, well, she's currently going through a miscarriage and that's super awful. And we're really sorry that she's dealing with that. And Yeah. I, that, yeah. Sorry, Mindy. Sorry, I don't know what Mindy. to say in these. You know, you know. Because there's nothing to say. Yeah, you can't Ex- say anything to make it better for someone. No, except that we're sorry and we love you and we're here for you. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And then um, we you- also met another listener who came to the show and her dogs. <laughs> yeah. And her husband. Sam- Samantha. Samantha. Sam. What's up, Samantha. Her dogs were so cute. <laughs> we were just um, standing there awkwardly. It's, oh man, we're so awkward. I'm awkward. <laughs> and I feel yeah, like there were... you might be a little bit awkward too. Even oh, I'm a closet. Yeah, I can project are. non-awkward, but inside I feel awkward. Do you think that's everyone though? Probably. Does anyone truly feel completely confident at every moment in every situation only when i'm really drinking (laughs) and even then i'm like what am i doing yeah no i know there were at least like a few other people that were at the live show that were also at the walk Um, someone liked my shirt someone said hey i like your shirt that's funny oh the infertile mafia shirt yeah no i said thanks And then I backed away slowly. (laughs) In the live show, the best shirts at the walk were fucking fertility. (laughs) Those are pretty funny. On the three-year-old was the best. Mommy, what does does my shirt say? (laughs) Oh, Um, honey, it just says fucking fertility. What does that mean, Mommy? (laughs) Which one's harder to explain, fuck (laughs) or infertility? (laughs) When a mommy and a daddy love each other they fuck <laughs> sometimes they're infertile <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work oh anyway so i mean the walk was great we had a lot of fun i got slightly sunburnt because i missed yeah, a spot did. on my back you got sunburned in one spot 
And I didn't realize it until I got dressed for the live show and I came down. And Ashley and Jake were already there. And I saw Teresa and Sammy in the kitchen before going outside to say hi. And they're like, oh, you're sunburnt. But it looks like a birthmark. So <laughs> it's it fine. It was like one three inch little blob that was sunburnt. Yeah. It was hilarious. I knew I was going to miss a spot too. Yeah. What were your highlights from the from the live show? Um, definitely seeing Paula because I love seeing her every time I see her. Um, getting She's laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Felt good. Felt your good. my favorite line of yours <laughs> was when Christine was talking about feeding people lines like that ask you stupid questions like when are you having kids? And she was like, <laughs> oh, next year. We're, this year I'm focusing on my career, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, next year we're going to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was your best line. <laughs> Thank you. But I thought the funniest thing was what Peter said to me about the sperm shirt. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> I thought it was funny in the moment. Peter oh, was, was actually really funny. It was funny in the moment. The, but the funniest thing came from another man in the audience. <laughs> or my funniest moment was when <laughs> when we asked Lauren, would you rather have pubes <laughs> for teeth or teeth for pubes? <laughs> <laughs> and her husband yells from the audience, pubes for teeth. Pubes for teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really He was pretty funny, funny too. And he yeah. never did his dance. I know. And then Next there year. was no dance off either. I know. Next year. We were too busy talking about, you know, embryos and toxins and there was a lot to cover in that episode. That's true. So yeah. But it was yeah. really fun and thanks again to everyone who came. And showed up and bought a ticket, and it was amazing. It was it was really fun for Sarah and I to meet a bunch yeah. of you, and and just to oh, I thought I you were going to say meet each other. That was fun oh, too. Well, yeah, that was super fun. Like it was, you know. Honestly, I it's funny because I did I didn't I don't feel any differently. Like I don't know. Yeah, we could be in the same room now. It really doesn't. It's true. Isn't that funny? Like, it's... Yeah. You think you think your internet friends are... There's a little bit of a barrier because they're internet friends, but really there's not because... No. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Um, you're just sharing real life experiences together, and it's every bit as real as it would be if they were in the room with you, so... Unless so, you're a catfish. Unless you're a catfish. And then it could be awkward because you lied a bunch. It could have been really awkward if I'd been waiting and no one showed up last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really awkward. Just would have been me by myself. <laughs> no, so, it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I loved it. It was really fun recording with people in the room. Yeah, that was fun. And having I mean, people say stuff in the moment. 
Yeah, it was fun to, I mean, it's fun to just, honestly, like, my favorite episodes are when we just talk to each other, because I feel like when we do interviews, it's just this heightened, like, it's always a different dynamic with a third party. Um, I think we're nervous. Yeah, and we were certainly kind of nervous for that, too, but it was a, I mean, it was a good nervous, and it was just, it was good, it was exciting, it was fun, so it was, it was a good change of pace. I hope everybody enjoyed hearing from those REs, like, that was the highlight for me, other than the fact that people actually bought tickets and showed up, like, that's the ultimate highlight, that people actually came, which we really appreciate, and but on top of that, so pretty, it was, and, and so many people brought their significant others, and some people brought friends, so there were, like, a handful of people in the room that had, like, never listened to us at all, which was, in and of itself, like, a bit intimidating because these people have no idea what we're about. And then, you know, 10 minutes in, we're like talking about cervical mucus and butt stuff. But um, (laughs) I think that they were like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Like, oh, they're not going to be too clinical. Yes. That's the name of the game here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I, I had, I heard some people saying, oh, I should have brought my husband. Mm. So, yeah, so next year, now there's precedent. That like now you know, bring your husband because he'll bring probably your, think it's funny. He'll think it's fun, and and Bill's a really good bartender, so he can get him nice and tipsy, and it'll be a good time. Bill was so <laughs> nice. I had never really talked to him. Oh, Peter was so nice. I had yeah. never talked to him. I loved meeting Peter. He's great. Yeah, Peter is pretty funny, but. He's a good, he's a good guy. I, yeah, I guess I never really, yeah, I didn't know what Bill was like in general, so. And vice versa. Yeah. yeah. We didn't know what each other's husbands were like. I, do you think they got along? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, they they were both, pretty... like, up early, <laughs> hanging out, drinking coffee downstairs like old men. Hung over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. Okay, so advocacy. Right. Let's talk so, about it. How to get involved. In Do honor of involved? the walk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're involved. Are you involved? I feel like we're pretty involved. <laughs> we're pretty involved now. But I actually went to a Resolve support group. That's right. I think... Once. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, I think we've talked about that on the podcast. But... I do feel like resolve, resolve.org, that's the website. I, I do feel like it's a really good place to start. It's like a complete package of information for anything from finding support to finding information to finding ways to get involved with specific advocacy as it relates to legislation. Um, it's just kind of like a catch-all for everything that's related to infertility they actually do a very very good job so if if you're feeling like i want to get involved i want to whether that means like and when i say involved whether that means you need more support or you want to do more in terms of advocacy, actual advocacy for the infertility community, I think that's a good place to start. Would you say? Yeah. Would you agree with that? Head over to (laughs) resolve.org. Sounds like an ad. (laughs) Find what you're looking for. 
<laughs> it does sound like an ad. It sounds like an ad, which is ironic because they've like never spoken to us. <laughs> but it's fine. No, it's fine. Resolve. It's fine. It's fine. We still like you. It's fine. it's fine. Even though you don't like us. I mean, I, you don't know who we are. We tagged the fine. shit out of you on Instagram. <laughs> you know, I don't think they... Social media is not... It's not their, their thing. thing. It's not thing. their thing. It's not. They were started in the 70s. So they've been doing this a long time. It used to all be paper. And then it was like <laughs> DOS computers. And then it was those MacBooks that were colorful. Floppy disk. <laughs> floppy disk. They used a lot of floppy disks. Yeah. And now they're they're trying to get into yeah. uh, social media, I think. Yeah. Right? They're like, is this thing on? I don't know. <laughs> How do I call up the internet? I want to call up. <laughs> what is the Instagram? Why do I have to talk to these people? What are the YouTubes? (laughs) Oh, man, the YouTubes. Yeah. Don't get us started on the YouTubes. (laughs) All that to say, they do a wonderful job at what they do. Social media is not their main forte. (laughs) We're making fun of them in a fun, loving way. In a lighthearted way. way. Yeah. We really do like them. They're, like, would, way better than us at what they do. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, they're actually doing stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, we, we provide different services, <laughs> if you want to put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there, I mean, you can, so Resolve has, here's a few things I like about it. You can look on their website. They have, like, most major cities have resolve support groups and those are going to be completely dedicated to people who are going through different walks of infertility um they also have um on their website as well like you can find a special like a a therapist that specializes in counseling specifically for infertility which i think is huge because i i don't know if i just feel like if your insurance covers it or even if it doesn't in some cases like take advantage of that and don't try to carry the weight of this on your own or if you're not able to do that just find your people even if it's not through a resolve group find your people you know what i mean like don't try to carry this on your own what, you because know, there's a lot of infertile people. You may not know it, but there's, there's a lot. There's so many of us. We're like we're like roaches. You see one, there's a hundred hiding behind the one. Yeah. We're like bed bugs. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you could whether that's you, don't you know want like bed bugs. Through a Facebook group, like our Facebook group, or you could start your own YouTube channel, you could start a podcast, you could start a blog, whatever. I think it's really beneficial to turn your frustration, your disappointment, your sadness, all of these negative feelings into something good. Or don't. That's up to you. It's up to you. Totally. Yeah. I just, that's one thing that I know has helped Sarah and I. That's the whole reason we have a podcast. You guys know this. We met each other on YouTube. Like, that's the only reason we know each other. It's all, yeah. And 
why did we start YouTube channels? Because we felt really alone going through infertility and we were looking for connection with other people who understood what we were going through. What were we thinking? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> that just doesn't seem like a normal thing someone would do. <laughs> it really doesn't. If you think about it objectively, it doesn't. It's like, let me blast out to the entire world. Because literally, when you have a YouTube channel that's public, anyone can see it. And I'm going to broadcast some of the most intimate parts of my life to the entire world. I mean, it's really, it's kind of a bold move. It's pretty well, brave to share The weird your thing truth. is, it was kind of anonymous because I didn't tell anyone I knew, I, my husband knew, but like I didn't tell people I had a YouTube channel. Yeah, I didn't either at first. I they My father-in-law didn't even know I had a podcast until like, two weeks ago and i'm like yeah we're going to <laughs> chicago to do a live show for the podcast he's like what are you what's that i'm like are you serious <laughs> i know for sure i've told you about this he's like he's acting like he doesn't know anything about it i'm like selective you, hearing i <laughs> what yeah i don't i don't know but hey if you're listening <laughs> Well, you know, you're, you bring up a good point because there is a certain level of anonymity that you can maintain on the internet. Like, well, everybody knows my name is, it's not my actual name. Um, and that was on purpose when I started the YouTube channel like six or seven years ago. I wanted to be anonymous at the time. I don't care now. Like everybody I know knows that knows all my stuff but there is a certain freedom in that like being able to share your stuff with people even though they're strangers they understand what you're going through and and it's also isolated from the people who do know you who don't understand what you're going through so you kind of have that separation that's quite refreshing (laughs) at the time you know it's freeing it is. Yeah. But totally. anyway, we were talking about resolve and we got on a way off on a tangent. That <laughs> well, girl was talking, right. We're talking about finding your people and doing something that, um, you know, to me, it's like that thing of you. Uh, if you if you do something that is good for someone else, it actually ends up feeding you, which is somewhat surprising to, still to people in this day and age. It's like. <laughs> You know what? what I mean? Like, it, but it is, it's true. It's like doing something good for someone else actually helps you often more than it does someone else. It's weird how life works that way, that it's actually good to not be selfish <laughs> and to actually uh, think about someone else. What are you talking about? <laughs> and in that same vein, like we've had a few women in our Facebook group say like hey I want to start a support group in my city in Philadelphia in Austin in wherever San Francisco so that's another thing that you could do um you know just to just 
you don't need you don't need to go through resolve it's just one uh you know port that you can you can go through but you can certainly like you know you can certainly do that on your own as well and do you think think instagram's a good thing to do yeah i i mean i do i think i just think human connection with other people who understand your struggle is a good thing whatever that looks like for you yes (laughs) i agree ditto Hey, so, okay, another thing I wanted to talk about on resolve.org was the fertility scorecard. Do you know about this? Ooh, I don't know. I took Ava Bracelet's fertility test. Oh, no. Wait, they what? said, I, yeah, Ava, I had an ad. For, <laughs> you guys know we love the Ava Bracelet. Oh, we love it. <laughs> I so I don't know I I came across a quiz they keep sending me ads like they're wasting their money do you think people know we're joking I don't know probably not we are not fans of the Ava bracelet (laughs) if you're a first-time listener well okay can we clarify because it's been a long time since we've talked about it yeah I mean in theory it's probably good and if you don't actually need it it's probably helpful that is exactly it. You just you just pinned exactly what I've always wanted to say about it. Yeah. Thank you for saying it. Yes. If you don't or, need it, it's probably great. Or <laughs> if you're trying to avoid getting pregnant. <laughs> Unless you have PCOS and then it doesn't work for you. That's just it. It's it's the thing that the, the hang-up Sarah and I have with it is not that we don't think it works or whatever. We just think it's a little bit manipulative. Is that a good word for the infertility community? Because we know that there's no way that it works on the majority of women. So Who need it? Who need it? Right. Who need it? We should qualify that. Like what you like what you're saying, women who are quote unquote normal, have normal ovulatory cycles, who probably don't need an ovulation tracker. It's pro- it probably works great for them. Like that probably could get pregnant in two months instead of four. But for yeah. those of us who have like actual infertility diagnosis, it's not probably not your best bet. <laughs> We're desperate. Yeah. And they are preying on that desperation to make money off of you. So that's what we don't like about it. And it's just, it's so expensive. Yeah. We have, we have long said like, hey, if you like the Ava bracelet, if it helped you get pregnant, send us an email, infertilemafia at gmail.com. We've been doing this podcast. This is our 70th episode. Not one person has ever wrote in. It's worked for me. (laughs) Yes. It, but, I mean, there's a lot of influencers who say that they used it, and it worked for them. So, I don't know. Something that we like. Yeah. yeah. But, so. uh, anyway, I don't anyway. know why I brought that up. But I took, I okay, I know why I brought it up. I took a test, and they said I would get pregnant in eight, eight months based on uh, my answers. <laughs> and what kind of questions was it? Just, like... 
how healthy are you and what are your periods like and blah, did blah, it blah. ask if you have fallopian tubes <laughs> it did not ask that they probably should have asked that they probably should have asked you that because you don't yeah, yeah so you yeah. know i feel good about not having fallopian tubes you know, I was thinking about that today. I was like, I wonder if Sarah has ever had some sort of existential crisis, like like because she's missing an entire organ from her body. I mean, albeit a small, tiny one, but still. At first, yes. But then... Did it feel weird? Yeah, I'm like, I'm missing my fallopian tubes. Aww. But they were blocked anyway. So they yeah. didn't work. And I hear that research has like came to some sort of conclusion that um ovarian cancer comes may start in the fallopian tube so oh i'm like hey my fallopian tubes are gone so so you've got a leg up on all of us yeah makes me (laughs) feel better about it So one thing I wanted to talk about, the, the fertility scorecard on resolve.org. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. That's where we were. Yeah. Before we talk about um, the legislative advocacy, et cetera, that you wanted to touch on. Anyway, um, so they have a state fertility scorecard. So what, no matter if this is for people who live in the United States, they, it's, they don't have it for if you're not in the U.S. So sorry for international listeners. Um, but you can go to their website and find out sort of how your state stacks up against the rest in terms of they have a few criteria. Um, first is how many like support groups they have how many REs or fertility specialists they have in your state, how many actual women or couples in your state like have experienced infertility, and then does your state have laws that require insurance coverage for fertility treatments? So I wanted to compare our two states, Sarah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. What was it called? Fertility. It's the state fertility scorecard. It's on the resolve.org. It's on their website. You can find it. It's really easy. Ooh, okay. So Illinois is one of like four or five that gets an A. <laughs> I they kind of every- thought that. They give everyone a grade. Okay, so you just see the whole U.S. Your your state is green. My state is green because I get an A. Well, good for you. Yeah, there's eight different support groups in Illinois, which seems low to me. Like, I don't well, know. They need, and I was looking, like, they don't have very many in Chicago. And there's, you know, like over 6 million people in this city. So someone needs to start a support group here in Chicago. Um, there's hmm. 62 fertility specialists in the state, just nice. under 300,000 women with infertility. And yes, we do have a state mandate, which I think is probably the main thing that earns you an A-plus rating. <laughs> of course, as many of you know, I didn't have inf- infertility coverage because... Employer, uh, religious why? employers, 
are not required to comply with the mandate. But, okay, you ready for Missouri? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You get a D. (laughs) Could have seen that coming. I figured we'd have an F. You're not failing, but just slightly above. Has an F. Mississippi has an F. Mississippi and Alaska and, Alaska and Wyoming. Which There's no fertility specialists in Alaska or how Wyoming. They, but how do how do people in Alaska get any sort of fertility stuff? I think they do. Um, what you call the um, tourism? <laughs> they go to Canada. They yeah they do, they do the, or they go to the Cayman Islands or someplace. Ooh, I'd go to the Cayman Islands over totally. Canada. Who's gonna go to Canada as a vacation for from Alaska? I mean, uh, Canadians, I love you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, side note, there's a doctor in the Cayman Islands who's like tourism fertility stuff. So and he's a big fan of the podcast. He wrote us a really nice email recently. Yeah, I follow him on social media, and I'm like, ah, oh, you look like you're having a good time in the Cayman What's his, Islands. I know. What's his name? Let's give I him a think plug. Baker? Is that oh, right? Man. Okay, you look it up while I read. I'm going to look it up. You look it his up, and I'll read Joe. Missouri's um, fertility scorecard. So, Missouri has only one support group, resolve support group, I should say. 12. That's probably the one I went to. <laughs> yeah, probably is. Um, 12 doctors in the state. Just over 128,000 women um, suffering from infertility. And no, it does not have a state mandate for coverage, nope. unfortunately. There's really not that many. Like most, most states have a C-ish C to D. <laughs> so. I can't find it. Unfortunately. See, I thought it was like Cayman IVF or something like Probably. that. Wasn't it? Still looking. Here, I can edit this out. Cayman. There it is. It is Cayman IVF and it's Concierge Fertility Center in the Cayman Islands providing IVF and egg freezing. There you go. You know, I'd go for egg freezing, you know? Just totally. Especially out. if I was like 22, single. They look yeah. good in a swimming suit. Totally. I'd go to the Cayman Islands for a vacation, freeze my eggs. <laughs> Here's the trick, though, or the thing I have questions about. If you freeze your eggs in the Cayman Islands, how do you get them back to the United States? You have to go to the Cayman Islands to get them. So you have to then do IVF like 10 years later in the Caymans where your eggs are. This That is the one logistic that I'm concerned about. Yeah, I think that's what you do. <laughs> uh, we should have signed up to go to their practice. We didn't enter the giveaway. Okay, listen, next um, live show, we're doing it in the Caymans. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a passport. Well, so, you need to get one. We there are ways around first. that. <laughs> okay, so his name is Joseph Davis. Wow, I was wrong. <laughs> it's okay. 
He just looks like he's having such a good time. Yeah. Being a doctor in the Cayman Islands. I mean, I feel like you can do anything in the Cayman Islands and have a good time, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, he's not overly tan, so he's (laughs) keeping his sunscreen on point. I like it. But, yeah, his name is Joe Davis. Joe Davis. Dr. Dr. Joe. Dr. D. Yeah, yeah. Dr. D. <laughs> but yeah, the, I don't, I mean, if you're gonna, if you want to do medical tourism, I guess Cayman Islands, that's the place to go. Yeah, totally. I would the do beach. it. I've been to like, the Cayman Islands. Wait, did you? Yeah. It was on a cruise when I was in 10th grade. Oh, uh, okay. It's been a uh, while. It's been a while. A hurricane had just hit it, so it was a little bit of a uh, downer. that's not, that's not fun. Yeah, we talked about that when we did when we did that episode on IVF tourism. That uh, like becoming more and more popular to go to do the, especially for people like you know Mississippi and Alaska who don't have any coverage whatsoever. And I know. think it's probably cheaper there. I don't know. And if you're gonna take a vacation anyway, might as two well birds, get pregnant. One stone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But it okay, has to so, be relaxing, don't you think? It has to be, which ha- which there it has to be a good thing, right? Yeah. Like, you get uh, vitamin D. Right. Natural vitamin D. You don't have to take a supplement. You're just sitting around on the beach all day, relaxing. Yeah, I mean, that's Joe, the best way to um, do have IVF. us come, come do a show from the Cayman Islands. Just let's. Let's, we're doing it. We're doing it. Doing it. I've anyway. Decided. Anyway. Anyway. Do you want to talk about... So the other thing... Okay. The other thing Resolve is really good at is actual advocacy for legislation for coverage for fertility. Um, not just just uh, for insurance for fertility drugs and, and coverage for IVF and medications, etc. But they're also like very active on... So there's a whole thing on their website about personhood laws. And that is something we talked about recently when we did the episode on puppy therapy. We'll get and into this in the next episode, too. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to, like, fully get into all the details right now. But that is some of the, the things w- that we recently covered about um, that have kind of been, like, brought to the surface um, in the states with the new abortion laws that aren't just abortion laws. Some of them are like personhood laws talking about um, when does a quote-unquote person become a person? When are they given rights like a person? Um, which can obviously affect IVF and fertility treatments, etc. And so they're very active on staying on top of that and making sure that... Um, IVF specifically uh, is they're just they're advocating for it they're doing (laughs) they're doing all the work that we all uh, we need we need we need it we totally need it Um, because IUI is not the same as IVF as far as like legislations go right because does anyone care about sperm (laughs) Those lawmakers love sperm. <laughs> they want sperm everywhere. Ugh. Do they? Do they care 
where it goes, it could land on your back. It oh, could God. Land. Superman, that hoe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, IVF is what needs to be advocated for. Yeah, because, it does. Because, you know, the little, the little embryos are being made outside of your body. Right, and that is the is that is the quote unquote hang up because that is the whole like, well, is this a person? Are you? So the fear is that if personhood laws become a thing where an embryo is granted personhood rights, then there that could that is a very slippery slope for anyone doing IVF because, um, <laughs> obviously, that would create issues for any of us that are. Um, freezing embryos, any of us who do PGS testing and then quote-unquote discard embryos, um, you know, there's a, a lot of scenarios where people would take issue, Plus where the law would take issue. Yeah. Of embryos could be affected. Right. Yeah. So, so oh, donor stuff. Yeah. There's just, there's so many things. Effective. Right. Okay. Yeah, there is. But that's, I mean, that's one of the main things Resolve does. Yeah, I, th- I, would I would say that's like one of their biggest things is legislation advocacy. So, um, which is why we did, you know, we had the fundraiser and did the walk and because that matters to us. And by the way, you can still, I meant to mention this up at the top, but you can still donate to our, to resolve via our fundraiser if you want to. Really? You just, yeah, the um, fundraiser is still open, so... If you just Google 2019 Chicagoland Walk of Hope and then you search for Infertile Mafia on their website, you can still donate to our team. I mean, it doesn't go to me. Sarah and I don't get a single penny. That all goes to result. But we really don't get any money anywhere. So it's fine. Right. (laughs) We put out money for the live show. Yeah, we we give out a lot of money. We're not taking much in. Yeah. We so, charge for tickets, um, but we, we ate it hard. Oh, yeah. So. Totally. That, especially tickets, Kayla. Well, it's fine. it's fine. That food was so good, though. Oh, well, thank you. Were you a little bit mad that we took some for a ride home? <laughs> no, I wasn't mad okay. at all. That's good. Of course because not. Because Peter's putting it in the to-go thing. I'm like, that's a little much, Peter. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. The food was so good, though. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. I loved Fun. it. Good. I didn't just like it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, resolve, do it, advocacy, do it. It's all do good. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you know, do it for the future. Do it for those teenagers out there yeah. who are going to be infertile. Do it for your future children. Yeah, because they're probably fucked. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, (laughs) hey, okay, do you want to do, do you want to answer the would you rather questions that I asked our guests? Mm. Or do you have something better for would you, for out of the box? I don't really have anything better. Out of the box. Out of the box. Out of the box. Okay, well. We were going to write a song for the live show, but there was no time. Next year, we have like 355 days (laughs) to come up with Next year, there will be a song. (laughs) I mean, pubes for teeth or teeth for pubes? 
<laughs> I'd say teeth for pubes. I just said Invisalign, so I'm not messing with that. <laughs> yeah. Did I you mean, have braces? I did, yeah. Teeth for pubes no one knows about except for maybe, you know, like one or maybe two other people. <laughs> maybe it you would know. be nice. It might be. What if they were like inverted, like, you know? Yeah, they could be inverted so that the, they don't really get in the way of things. They would add to the experience. They might add to the experience. You could brush them every night, just brushing Ooh. your crotch. Mm. <laughs> Make sure I to guess use the fluoride. Is, would you feel with your teeth as pubes? Mm. Or well, would it teeth- be like, you know, how pubes are hair so you don't feel? They don't I think feel it would things. be like that because if you think about like teeth, actual teeth don't have feeling. It's the nerves underneath the teeth that have feeling. So I'm gonna say so it would be I'm like gonna, that. Okay, I, that. I just I'm going for teeth as pubes. I'm gonna go teeth for pubes too because I feel like it would be incredibly traumatic to have pubes coming out of your mouth. Ugh, yeah, I don't like getting anything in my teeth. Plus, how so. are you gonna eat with pubes? You'd have to gum it. You have to gum it with with pubes. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah. N- not only are you a complete social outcast, but you also can't even enjoy food. So so I'm going teeth for pubes. Ugh. <laughs> so gross. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What was the other one? Uh, swim in a pool of dead people or pool of poop? You went. I think you said poop. Did I? Yeah, what if I say poop. both? <laughs> oh, jeez. That's a Dr. Laura uh, Shaheen answer. A Dr. Shaheen answer. Both. I would love to swim with both. Both. It's like swimming with dolphins. <laughs> a little cloudy, but it's fine. I don't know. I mean, I think surprise dead people, people in water would be not fun. But mm. if I got in the water knowing that they were in there, then it's like, whatever. They're they're just dead people. It's fine. If they've been dead a while and the rigor mortis is set in, I probably go dead people. But if they've been in there even longer and they're decaying, I probably go poop. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough one. I have a fear of something grabbing my foot when I'm in the lake and pulling like me rigor under. mortis. Like you know how sometimes they just like spontaneously move yeah. dead people. That might happen. Yeah. Speaking of Lake of the Ozarks, we should have a live show here. We should totally have a live show there. Would anyone come to the lake? If you want to bring, hey, make it a weekend thing. You could stay at the Four Seasons, which is not the same as the Four Seasons, but it's a nice place. (laughs) (laughs) We can make it a destination, a weekend thing. You'll have a good time. Peter just came in and handed me a child. <laughs> and didn't say anything. <laughs> didn't say anything at all. <laughs> just handed me a baby. <laughs> oh, man. And on that note. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for joining us today. Um <laughs> As you guys know, you can join our closed Facebook groups, The Infertile Mafia and The Infertile Mafia Bosses and Babies. 
You can follow us on Instagram at Infertile Mafia Podcast. Feel free to send us an email to infertilemafia at gmail.com. And tell like us your we, story. Yeah, please Sorry, tell us your story. You. No, it's okay. We've been um we've been getting a handful of emails. We're gonna talk about that in our next episode. Um yeah, about what we're gonna do with that. So we love hearing from you. We like getting your emails. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Um, give us a rating and review, like we said up top. We we just we love hearing from you. Um, yeah, to keep hearing more talk about eggs and balls and stuff. And we also have a website now. Yeah, we do. That's, we haven't that's even what talked I read about this it. As. That's yeah, we have a website now. It's infralmafia.com. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's for now. It's mostly our podcast feed, but that's okay. It's uh. Um, you know, it's we're, an easy place to find it. Yeah, exactly. And we're um, we're going to be adding to it. So, but yeah, go check out our new website, infertilemafia.com, and yeah, do Only all the things. Go get involved. Go go do good in the world, whether it's for infertility or not. Just do something good, right? Yeah, go do something. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Do something good. Okay. Okay. And as always, thanks for joining. Thanks for joining the Inferno Mafia. Yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. bye.